Good morning. A good Kavench Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, Tovshin Pei Gimel. We continue this year on Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Mila, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Tes, which Rav Nassim labels Hilchas Avodim. We're going to have this in, in several places now, where in the middle of Hilchas Mila, Rav Nassim speaks about the mitzvah of giving a bris milah to an evid knan. We dedicate the learning today, Vilo Nishmas Yaakov ben Fega, whose yard site is tomorrow on the, on the first of Tammuz, Aleph Tammuz, and Vilo Nishmas Yen Tefradl Bas Rabbi Yeshua Arye, Arini Kaporas Mishkova. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bazdalia, Akiva Michoel ben Sora Huba, Basi Kela Basamalia Malka, Svi Shalom ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Dvoiragila Simcha Baschava, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Skorolea Baschavaliba, Avigail Brachaba Shirad Vaira, Hanaba Sora, David Leib ben Shena, Daniel ben Rivka, Shlomanisim ben Maslav, Ram David ben Hana, Miriam Estaba Sora Gittel, Nisim ben Rivka, Chaim Arya ben Bracha, Chaim ben Rachel, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadasa, Itaganendel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, Rav Nusnazal says now, based on what we've been learning till now, we'll understand the mitzvah of a person circumcising their evet knani, a non-Jew who becomes a slave, a servant to a Jew. Through this, we show that not only do we, the Jewish people, have the right to conquer Eretz Yisroel, as we discussed previously, despite the fact that these other nations were there before us, even outside of Eretz Yisroel, in the other countries, of the non-Jews, when the Jewish people come there and settle there, we have the ability to conquer that place and to sanctify it, to elevate it to the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. As Rabbein Azal writes over there in chapter 78 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, and all of this, we are able to, to accomplish this through what we discussed earlier, through the hidden Torah, which existed through, for the 26 generations before Hashem gave the Torah publicly on Har Sinai, which is related to the opening statement to the Torah where Hashem declares that I created heaven and earth. Which shows us that Hashem owns everything, He created everything, everything is His, and therefore, with His will, He gave the, the land of Eretz Israel or these other countries to them, to these other nations, and with the will of Hashem, He took it from them and gave it to us. As Rabbein Azal explains over there, 
in, in chapter 78 in the second half of Likud Iman. And this is the concept of us giving a bris mila to a non-Jew who is a slave for, for a Jew. The truth is that the Torah, the Jewish people, and the land of Eretz Yisrael are all one. As we find the Gemara in the Talmud Yerushalmi, where it lists the seven divisions, the seven things that Hashem divided. This is this is the where where we say that Hashem has made a separation between holiness and non-holiness, between the Jews, the other nations, between Shabbos and the six days of the week, and between Eretz Yisrael and the other countries. And what really reveals the holiness of a Jew versus a non-Jew is the Tikana Bris. That's what separates us, sets us apart. The mitzvah of Mila, Shehu Yisoyed Kola Torah Kula, which is the foundation of the entire Torah. The Heorla, he Zuamas Hanochosh, Bechinas Tumas Vakum, Bechinas Chutzlaretz. Whereas the Orla, the foreskin that covers the, the Bris Kodesh, which is what we cut away, we remove at a Bris Mila, that represents the Tumah of the original snake, the Tumah of the non-Jewish nations, the Tumah of Chutzlaretz. Nimza. So therefore, we conclude, Kisha'ono Malin es Baneinu Bnei Yisrael, when we circumcise our children, that's like us conquering Eretz Yisrael, our land, from the other countries. At a bris milah, we're taking this child out of the category of Orla, of being like a non-Jew and bringing him into the category of Jew, which is like taking the land of Eretz Yisrael out of the possession of the non-Jews and bringing it into the possession of the Jewish nation. We're taking that which Hashem wants should be ours from them. Because the truth is, Hashem wants that land to belong to us. It's just that those seven nations were covering it were like a cover on Eretz Yisrael. Just like the Orla, this foreskin covers the bris. And now we conquer Eretz Yisrael from them. And that's exactly what's taking place when we perform a bris mila. Because that foreskin, that tummy foreskin that covers the 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 aver, that that's inappropriate for a Jew. Because the Gemara Nedarim says that the term orla is associated with non-Jews. It's just that these forces of Tuma, this Tuma of the original snake, these seven nations, these seven days that a Jewish child is in the category of Arla, these all want to attach themselves to what doesn't really belong to them. Eretz Yisrael does not really belong to them. This Jewish child does not really belong to them. However, Hashem has given us the ability and He has commanded us to, to circumcise our sons. And by doing this, we remove the Orla. 
and we reveal the holiness of the bris. And we're returning this Jewish child into the nation of the Jewish people, into the domain of holiness. This is exactly what we did when we conquered the land of Eretz Yisrael. We removed these seven nations from Eretz Yisrael, like removing the seven days of Orla from this child. And we're returning the land of Eretz Yisrael into the domain of holiness, which means to the Jewish people. So that's one level of accomplishment. However, Hashem has given us even a greater ability than that. We, the Jewish people, have the ability to conquer a city or a location in Chutzlaretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael, and to sanctify it with the holiness of the Jewish people by performing mitzvahs there, by building shuls and yeshivas. And all of this is accomplished based on the concept that we're discussing here. As a result of the fact that they, the non-Jews, the forces of Tumah, were prevalent first, and they wanted to take Eretz Yisrael completely to themselves, as a result of this, not only don't they, aren't they able to take Eretz Yisrael into their domain, but even what they actually own they don't even get to retain. Because Eretz Yisrael is not given away to them. And even that which is their sort of, that which does belong to them, which is Chutzloretz, even that is taken from them. As Shlomo Melech says in Koheles, Eis asher sholat ha'odom ba'odom l'raloi that there are times when a person tries to rule over another person, and in doing that, the, that person hurts themselves. Kemuva, as is brought in the writings of Yarizal, that as a result of the fact that these other nations first ruled over Eretz Yisrael, and then afterwards we succeeded in taking it back, taking it away from them. And what made it possible for us to do this was that hidden Torah, that Torah that existed before the Torah was given on Har Sinai publicly. During those 26 generations, when Hashem maintained the, the, the world with that chesed chinam, that freebie chesed. This reveals and broadcasts this message to the world, that Hashem, with His will, decided to allow these other nations to be in Eretz Yisrael for that period of time, and with His will, decided to remove them and, and replace them with us. And through this, we actually reveal the fact that not only Eretz Yisrael, but all the lands, even outside Eretz Yisrael, all belong to Hashem, because Hashem created the world and everything in it. And that's what makes it possible for us to conquer all places, even outside of Eretz Yisrael, and to sanctify it with the holiness of the Jewish nation, with the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. 
Because again, with Hashem's will, he gave these places to these other nations. And with Hashem's will, he enabled us to take it, take it over. And this is the concept of us giving a bris mila to a non-Jew, to an evid knani. Because the type of slave and servant we're talking about here is, is one who is part of the Sidrachra. He's part of the other nations. And all of the all of the other nations are referred to as Evid Knani, which is tied into the Tuma of the original snake. We know the original snake was cursed when the snake caused Odom and Chava to eat from the Hashem cursed the snake and said, Oror Ato, you are cursed. And Hashem also cursed the other nations and said, Oror Kenaan Eved Avodim Yeliechel, Shehu Bechinas Oror Ato Hanemer Banochash. That's similar and corresponds to the curse that was given to the snake, as the Tikkun Zohar teaches us. That the, the, the curse, the horror that's upon these other nations is, is similar and connected to the horror that Hashem placed on that original snake. The Afal Pekin, and despite the fact that they have this horror upon them, we, the Jewish people, have the ability to conquer an Evet Knani and make him subservient to us, make him serve us. And to remove even from this Evet Knani, from this non-Jew, to be able to remove that Orla, that foreskin, which is that tumor of the snake, and to reveal that hidden chesed, which is revealed through the mitzvah of Mila. We, we touched on this in the previous year, I believe, the previous year, the one before that, the quotation from the Arizal, from the Zohar Kodesh, that when we cut away the Orla, the Mohel announces, Nizgaleho Atorah, the crown was revealed. And the Zohar Kodesh says that at the crown of the bris, this refers to the chesed, a, a level of spiritual kindness that's revealed at the opening of the organ when that orla is removed. To reveal it, even by these non-Jewish servants, who are like the, the lands outside of Eretz Yisrael. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains over there in Likut Imran, <clears throat> we have the ability to conquer a location outside of Eretz Yisrael and sanctify it with the holiness of the Jewish people. Because again, with Hashem's will, he gave these locations to the other nations. And when Hashem wants, he can take it back and give it to us. Question in the chat. Now that Eretz Yisrael is more or less under the authority of secular Jews, who don't observe the Torah and mitzvahs, who act like non-Jews, is it considered Jewish domain or that of the other nations? The answer is that it's still considered Jewish domain. Unfortunately, there are millions of Arabs in Eretz Yisrael now, and they are even they are included in the government, the secular government that's been established. But but still, still. The, those seven nations were removed from Eretz Yisrael. And, and Eretz Yisrael is considered to be now in the domain of Kalal Yisrael, but not yet being led by a Torah-observant government.
Any other questions, please? And now Rav is also going to make this much clearer and show us how the mitzvah of Mila began in the Torah. Paragraph Yud, the Alkain, Bitchilas Mitzvah Mila Shinit Lavrohom, Alkain Nimoil Miyad Yishmoil, Shahu Ben Hoomo Bechinas Eved, the Hu Nimoil Koidim Liyitzchok, Shahoya Horishan Shanimo Lishmoila. Now we'll understand why when Hashem gave the mitzvah of Mila to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu was 99 years old at the time. And Hashem told Avram Avinu to circumcise his son Yishmoel, who was 13 years old at the time, who is called the son of the maidservant, the son of Hagar, who was, came from a non-Jewish nation, and she was a, a maidservant to Sarah. And Yishmuel was circumcised before Yitzchak Avinu, who was circumcised, who was the first person to be circumcised at the age of eight days old. Now Rav Nosanzal explains why it had to be this way. Because just as we have a rule in holiness that the klipa, the shell, the peel, precedes the fruit. First, you have to engage the peel of a fruit and remove it before you can get to the actual fruit. So too, when we want to conquer and take the, take the fruit, we have to first break the klipa and when we break that klipa, we do this by first conquering that holiness that was hidden inside of the klipa itself. Because inside the klipa, there is a hidden holiness that sustains the Klippa. This will explain also why before the Jews entered into Eretz Yisrael and conquered Eretz Yisrael, they conquered the lands surrounding Eretz Yisrael, the lands of the two kings, Sichon and Oig. Which are not, which weren't part of Eretz Yisrael. This corresponds to Yishmoel being circumcised before Yitzchak. All of this is the concept that we just mentioned earlier. That we first conquered that holiness which was hidden inside of the actual klipa, when we broke the klipa that precedes the fruit. And once we were able to accomplish that, once we were able to break the klipa and conquer the holiness that was inside of the klipa, that was giving it its, its life, that afterwards it was easy for us to conquer an actual location of holiness, Shehi Eretz Yisrael, which is the land of Eretz Yisrael. Because we had already defeated the Klippa completely, and we had extracted and removed the holiness that was inside the klipa, that was nourishing it, that was keeping it alive. Vialkain, this will explain why Bnei Godu, Bnei Ruvein, Hoyu Oivrem Chalutzim Lefnei Hachayel. The people from the tribe of God and Ruvein and half of the tribe of Rasha, who told Moshe Rabbeinu they want to remain outside of Eretz Israel. They want to live in those lands of Eivra and outside of Eretz Israel. 
they were the ones that led the battle of taking over the land of Eretz Yisrael. Because among all the, the tribes in the Jewish nation, they were the ones who were best suited to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Because they were the ones who had removed the holiness that was swallowed up inside the Klippa, inside this land of Chutzlaretz that surrounded Eretz Yisrael, which is those lands that are across the Jordan River, and if they were able to conquer those lands that were actually the domain of the Sitra Achra, then they were the ones who were most easily able to conquer a holy land, the land of Eretz Yisrael, which was a holy land, which was in exile by, by the non-Jewish, these non-Jewish nations. Since these tribes who were the ones who especially conquered and, and set up shop in Ever Hayardin, in this land outside of Eretz Yisrael originally, <clears throat> they had succeeded in taking away the, the life force of the clip of the Sitrachra. They were the ones who were best suited to lead the conquest of Eretz Yisrael itself. Nimtza, paragraph Yudalif, Nimtza, we conclude therefore, Shtemilas Yishmuel ben Ha'oma koidem liyitzchak, that the circumcision of Yishmuel, who is the son of the maidservant, he's like the like the Eved Knani, corresponds to the concept of the Jewish people first conquering this land outside of Eretz Yisrael, that surrounded Eretz Yisrael, before conquering Eretz Yisrael itself. And this will explain why Yishmael was 14 years old. He had stopped. When, when Yitzchak Avinu received his bris this corresponds perfectly to the 14 years before the Jews succeeded in taking over Eretz Yisrael completely when they conquered Ever Hayardain, those lands surrounding Eretz Yisrael. How do we get this number 14 years? It took the Jews seven years to conquer and eliminate those seven nations that inhabited Eretz Yisrael. And it took them another seven years to divide up the land among all the Shvatim, to make, make Seder. Shiva Amon and Yisrael. And these seven years of conquering and seven years of dividing up the land correspond to the seven days of Orla that a Jewish child is in this state of Orla before he has the bris milah. Corresponds to this number of seven nations that covered the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. And corresponding to the seven days of Orla and, and, and corresponding to that, the Jews had to wait this period of 14 years, seven of conquering and seven of dividing up the land. Rabbi Moshezal now just puts the, the cherry on top of this and then we'll take questions. The opening Mishnah in Mesech the Pesachim tells us that on the night of the 14th, when the 14th day of Nisan begins, that's when we search for Chametz using a candle. 
corresponds to the tumor of the snake. It corresponds to that orla, that foreskin that covers the bris. And this is why on that first night of the holiday of Pesach, which is when the chometz was eliminated completely, that's when the Jewish nation received a bris mila upon leaving Mitzrayim. And that's why on the night of the 14th is when we search for and remove chometz, corresponding to those 14 years that it took to take over Eretz Yisrael completely. Sheva Shekov Sheva Shechoku, seven years of conquering and seven years of dividing up the land. During that period of time, we defeat these seven nations. We defeat those seven days of Orla, which is like getting rid of the Chomets. And we're to leave the land of Egypt, which is Pegamabris. Mitzrayim is called Ervas Oretz. The, the concept of Pegamabris, Le Eretz Israel, And to start going to Eretz Israel, which is Le Tikanabris, which represents purity of the bris. Because the main reason why Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim was to bring us to Eretz Yisrael. As it says in Mitzrayim, I said, I will take you out of the, the poverty of Mitzrayim to the land which is inhabited now by these seven nations. El Eretz Zavas Cholavudvash to the land that flows with milk and honey. We question in the chat, wasn't Yishmael 13 years old when he received his bris mila? Why does Rav Nassim say 14? The, the answer is, he was 14 years old when Yitzchak Avinu received his bris mila. That's what it is. That's what Rav Nassim is saying. He's not saying Yishmael was 14 when he got the bris. He's saying that when Yitzchak Avinu was being circumcised, at that point, Yishmael was already in his 14th year. Baruch Hashem. With this, we complete this halacha. Any questions, please? Now we go into a brand new halacha, halacha Dalit in Mila. The Torah tells us on the eighth day is when the orla, that foreskin, should be removed from a Jewish male child. Rav Nosanzal says this halacha will be based on the, the awesome concept that Rabbein Azal spoke about, the concept of going above the concept of time. Shebe'emes, kol hazman kurak meheder adas. Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likut Imran where he speaks about this, in Torah Samachalef, in the second half of Likut Imran, that the concept of time is, is based on a lack of das or limited das. The lower the level of das, the more the time seems longer. And the more a person reaches higher and higher levels of das, the time goes by much more quickly. The time is much shorter in a sense. And this applies from level to level, as we go to higher and higher levels of das, 
the time gets shorter and shorter. Until there is a level of das that's so high a level where there there's no concept of time whatsoever. Because there it's above the concept of time completely. Now we know Dovr says in Tehillim he, about Hashem, what to us is a thousand years, Hashem, to you it's like a day, it's like yesterday. And Rabbi Nezal explained this and, and clarified this to us in speaking about what happens to a person when they're sleeping, during their sleep. When a person is sleeping, where the brain shuts down 99%, the das person closes their eyes completely, and the neshama leaves, as the Zohar Kodesh says, goes up to heaven. So the das of the, the, the person, the, the person's consciousness, the person's ability to understand, reaches an all-time low. Then, during sleep, when a person has a dream, they could be sleeping for 15 minutes, and it could seem to them like they went through 70 years of, of a lifetime. As it appears to a person during a dream, that the person feels as if they lived, they went through their whole life during that dream, which in actuality was only 15 minutes. And that's because when a person is asleep, they're in this state of katnus hadas. And that's what expands the time. So that an actual 15 minute sleep can seem to a person as if they lived 70 years during that period of time. And then afterwards, when the person wakes up from their sleep, and their consciousness returns to them completely, then the person sees and realizes the truth that those 70 years that it felt like during the dream, in actuality, was only 15 minutes. But actual 70 years is what when we would live actual 70 years. So Rabbi Nezal gave this example to show us this concept, but there is a much higher level das than our das that we're operating with now. The das of Moshe Rabbeinu, the das of the great tzaddikim. Sheshom gam shivim shona shalonu urak reva In that level of das, what we perceive to be 70 years, to them, that's like 15 minutes. We know Rabbi Nezal said about himself that towards the end of his life, he was able to do in a few minutes what earlier in his life took him years to accomplish. And there on that higher level das, there's a completely different 70 years. Which that's the real 70 years. <clears throat> However, if we continue going to higher and higher levels of das, what what the, the, the tzaddik perceived as 70 years, on the higher level of das, that, that's 15 minutes, that's a quarter of an hour. And this continues from level to level. 
to the point where there's a level of das where there it's above the concept of time completely. There it's zero time. Moshiach, the final Moshiach, will attain this level of seichel that's completely above time. And therefore, after everything that the neshama of Moshiach has experienced from the time of creation, the Sava Masha Sava, and as the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us, that the Nisham of Moshiach suffers together with all the suffering of Klal Yisrael, when Moshiach is finally revealed, Hashem will say to Moshiach, you, you are my son, I have given birth to you today. And this is related to the incredible high level of seichel and das that Moshiach will have at that time. And that will nullify and negate all the previous time totally. Rav Nosanzal says, study all of this over there in the second half of Likud Iman, chapter 61, where Rabbi Nassau elaborates on what we just said here. Any questions? Now Rabbi Nassau begins his explanation of Brismila, how it relates to this. Paragraph base, Based on this, we could understand why the mitzvah of circumcising a child is on the eighth day. Because the truth is, the, the goal of a Jew in this world is to attain perfect completion of das. To attain this level that's called above the concept of time. Then we'll be able to perceive Hashem and to have a level of recognition of Hashem that we're really supposed to have. And that's why we were created. As the Zohar Kodesh says in Parshas Boi, that the main reason behind the entire creation was so that we should get to understand Hashem and to achieve the highest level possible of recognition of Hashem. That's this begin the Because Hashem is certainly above the concept of time. And therefore, it's impossible for a Jew, for a person, to really perceive Hashem properly until that person gets to that level of Lamala Meazman, where there's, that, that person is totally above the concept of time. This is the concept of the pleasure of the future world, which is above the concept of time. As Rabbeinazal speaks about this in chapter 7 in the second half of the Kutiman, all the time of this world that we exist in, the thousands of years of this world, don't add up to even one hour of Olam Haba. Because Rabbi Nezal points out there that in Olam Haba, it's above the concept of time completely. So what we quoted earlier from Tehillim, that a thousand years to us is like a day of Hashem, 
that there's higher levels than that, where where all of the, where there's zero time. And this is actually one of the main goals of, of a person, of a, a human being, to attain the life of Olam Haba, which we're being told is above the concept of time. There we will really achieve a true level of recognition of Hashem. Shahulam Alamezman, which is above the concept of time. Sheze Ikar Hatachlis shall call Hatoyravahamitzvois. And this is the actual, this is the goal and the purpose of the study of Torah and fulfilling all of its mitzvahs. Shabas Shilze Nivrodam, and this is what man was created for. The Holze Zoichin Avideshremus Hadaso Amiti. And Rabbeinazal explains that all of this a person achieves when they're zeichet to complete das, real shleimus hadas, then that person is on a level of being completely above the concept of time. This is obviously not a simple concept for, especially a person who hears this for the first time, what is he talking about? But the more you will learn about this and the more a person thinks about this, we can try on our level to, to perceive what this means. And again, based on the example Rabbi Nezal gave of when a person's awake versus when a person's sleeping. And again, the Pesukim in the Torah would show that there is this concept of a thousand years being like one day. We know that we're told that Hashem had said to Odom and Chava, on the day that you eat from the eight sadas, you will die. So that the Mufarshim asked, what are you talking about? Adam Rishon lived 970, 930 years. The answer is, one of the answers that's given is that the term day over there, a, a, a day, refers to Hashem's day, which is what we refer to as a thousand years. And this is what the mitzvah of bris mila is all about. It's to cut away and remove that, that orla, that foreskin that covers the bris. And by doing that, we remove the foolishness and silliness which covers our brain. Himuva b'tikune zoya, as the tikune zoya speaks about this, shalidei mila uplia ma'avirin ho'anonen demechasyan al'enen, that by performing the mitzvah of bris mila, the chituch and the priya, the cutting away of the orla, and the tearing of the foreskin and folding it over, by doing that, we remove the clouds the two clouds that cover the eyes, the inun roimi rapsi v'roimi zerto, which are the two klipos of the great Rome and little Rome. V'anonim the mechasin alainen, these clouds that cover the eyes, heim bechinas ha-klipos ha-koidmen lepri, they are an example of the, of the peel, the husk, that precedes the fruit, these husks, these klipos that cover the brain, that cover the eyes. The, the, the eyes and the brain are, are similar. We know the Pasuk says by Odom and Chava, their eyes were filled with chachma. A person attains chachma by seeing. It's from these klipois that all of our foolishness and silliness and lack of intelligence come from. And that's where the whole concept of time originates from, from this lack of das. 
And that's also where all the materialistic desires and chasing after Gashmias comes from. All of that is under the umbrella, under the framework, within the framework of time. Because if we go above the concept of time, there, all the materialistic desires, all of the wrong type of desires, become null and void. They're non-existent. And the whole concept of all of these materialistic desires and all of the obstacles, all of those things that block us from serving Hashem properly, they can only exist within time, under the umbrella of time. Which comes from a lack of das, this concept of sleep, like we said earlier. We'll just finish the paragraph and then we'll take questions. And it's regarding this, this that Koheles Shlomimela cries out throughout the Sefer Koheles. Havel Havolem Omar Koheles. Koheles said it's all nonsense. This world is all nonsense. What is a person really accomplishing with everything they try to do under the sun? says, I see all of the activities that people perform under the sun, and I see it's all foolishness and evil. Uksid, and there's another Pasuk in Kohelis that says in chapter 4, Better than the two things described earlier is Aden. Aden, the level called Aden, Gan Aden, where one does not see the evil that's performed under the sun. And so too many psukim like this throughout Kohelis. Rav Nosanzal explains now. All evil and all foolishness and all nonsense all takes place beneath the sun. Which means within the framework of time. Which we said comes from lack of das. And this is why the Gemara says in the beginning of Saita, a person does not commit a sin unless a spirit of foolishness and silliness takes over them. Because when a person's intelligence is complete, is whole, and when a person's das is complete and whole, that person is closer to this level of being above the concept of time. There, all of these materialistic desires don't exist. And all the foolishness and nonsense of this world, which is under the sun, under, within the framework of time, all of that doesn't exist there. And this is what the, what the mitzvah of Mila is really all about. To remove the orla, to remove the negativity, the ra. Shehu tiknabris, which, which is what accomplishes, which is the tikkun for the bris, and thereby remove the foolishness 
that's covering the brain. He tikken hadas while he did tikken abris. Because Rabbein Azal tells us in chapter 36 on the Kutimran that the tikkun of a person's intelligence is directly related to the tikkun abris. Ki siruka yesoido ad kayadua. Because as the Zohar Kodesh tells us, the effects of the midah of yesoid, of the bris Kodesh, reach all the way up to Abba and Ima, father and mother, which are Chachma and Bina, which are the brain of the person. Any questions, please? Paragraph Gimel. And this will explain why the mitzvah of bris mila takes place on the eighth day. Because although our main goal, we're trying to get to a level of nullifying the time, going above the concept of time, it's impossible to accomplish that without the person first coming down into this world, and the, the soul of the Jew being in, enveloped in days, in time, in all the constrictions of this physical world. And our mission is, to live a long life in this physical world. Even though our ultimate goal is to get to a place above time, eliminating the concept of time. Despite the fact that we're trying to get out of time, we're trying to get above time. The only way to accomplish that is by first coming into time and not just time, but long time, living a long life, trying to preserve our life, trying to live as long as we can. Because the longer that a person lives in this world, and serves Hashem in this world within time, hours and minutes and days and years. If the person is living a proper life, they're getting to higher and higher levels of completion of Das. And the person's reaching new levels, getting closer to that concept of going above the concept of time. When we, we, gave, we give the example, Rabbi Ezzaz, that a child, when you take a small child on a trip, a child that's four years old, and you tell a child it's going to take us three hours to get to this place. After three minutes, the child says, is it three hours already? No, 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 still have a long way to go. Five minutes later, 10 minutes later, is it already time? No, I told you it's a long time. This is a long time, the child says. It's such a long time. This, this is probably 30 hours that we're driving already, or that we're traveling already. But whereas an older person, you speak to people who are 70 years old, 80 years old, and they tell you, wow, the time went by so quickly. The time goes by so quickly. A few days ago, it was winter, and now it's summer, and then it's going to be winter again. And this is the concept that the Torah speaks about, about a person living a long life in this world. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says, at, towards the end of Chumish Dvarim, I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael, and I'm going to give you blessing so that things will be good for you. And you will live a long life 
What this means is that a Jew will be throughout all the days that they're living in this world to connect to that day of the future, that day which is endless. Which is another way of describing which is above the concept of time. And now we're still in the middle of a paragraph, but Rabbi Nosson is going to go into explaining the concept of old age, a zokain old age, and give us a lot of insights on this topic. Any questions? Question in the chat. Why is it that Shleimu Sadas can only be achieved in this world within time? Rav Nosenzal showed us through Psukim in the Torah that Hashem uses this term, this Pasuk we just gave now, that Hashem said, I'm giving you Eretz Yisrael, I'm giving you the, the mitzvahs of the Torah so that you will have long life. Laman, the Ha'erachta Yomim, you'll have long life. Hashem is, and th- through, through all of these Psukim in the Torah, Rav Nosenzal is going to bring more Psukim about Avram Avinu, Zokain, that to show us that it's only by going through living a life in this within this tzimtzum that a person can achieve that that highest level life. Just like we says until him, the true appreciation of light can only be from within darkness. The concept of golus and then gula exile and then redemption that a p- person cannot really appreciate redemption, cannot really appreciate light without first experiencing darkness. This is a concept throughout Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifrei Hasidus, and we see it in many different, many different places. Wishing everybody a good Chodesh. Today is the first day of, of, of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, which means it's the 29th day, actually, of the month of Sivan. Wishing everybody a good Kabench Chaydesh, that it should be a Chaydesh filled with, with Simcha and with Yeshua's and Rafuas for all of Klai Yisrael, and especially, hopefully, the final Geula Shleimah, Bimheir of Yameinu, Yameinu Yameinu.